Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Thursday, April the 6th. Ian Cameron, solo today on this Thursday edition of the show, ready to break down this Thursday NHL card. It is a huge NHL card that we have on tap here for this Thursday. 11 uh, games on the uh, schedule tonight. We'll break them all down uh, in uh, just a moment. Uh, And looking forward to this slate. Shout out to everyone in our chat. Uh, watching on YouTube and all our podcast listeners. Uh, make sure you hit the like button if you haven't done so already. I actually misspoke. There's 14 games, not 11. I shortchanged it. 14 games on the uh, NHL slate uh, here tonight on this uh, Thursday. Do want to remind everybody uh, some programming uh, alerts. Uh, as far as the uh, Ice Guys show is concerned, we won't have a show tomorrow. Uh, the NHL is uh, dark, if you will, uh, tomorrow. There's no games Uh, in NHL action on Friday. It's a day off for the entire league. But boy, are they going to make up for it. We'll be back with you on Saturday at, of course, our regular uh, weekend uh, start time, noon Eastern. On Saturday, me, Alex B. Smith, and Kevin Beach, our Saturday guest, and we will break down 16, count them up, 16 NHL games on Saturday. Yes, that's right. All 32 NHL teams will be in action on Saturday. So that is going to be a wild show. I also want to mention as well, Saturday's show is going to be the show where we announce our big winners of the playoff box giveaway presented by Gramco. And you've got uh, not much time left to enter that contest and fill out the form to sign up to enter that contest if you haven't done so already. So if you haven't entered that contest, now is the time. Don't wait around. Uh, Make sure you fill out the form. The link to the form is uh, in the YouTube video description uh, below this video. So make sure you fill that out uh, and get involved with the uh, Ice Guys uh, give a, uh, playoff box giveaway presented by Gramco. Just briefly on the uh, short slate last night, New York Rangers, best bet winner for me on the uh, show yesterday as they take down the Tampa Bay Lightning. Very entertaining hockey game. Uh, very exciting hockey game. Very uh, uh anger-filled hockey game as well. Lots of animosity, multiple fights, bad blood uh, between the uh, Lightning and the Rangers last night. But the Rangers prevail with the victory there. That was a great hockey game. And so was Calgary-Winnipeg, the huge, uh, pivotal clash between the Flames and the Jets uh, as they battle for that final wild-card spot. And wouldn't you know it, the Calgary Flames did you know what you maybe thought they would do, believe it or not. It seemed like lose to Chicago, bounce back, win the next game against Winnipeg. It's just such a Calgary Flames type of thing for them to do this year with the way the season has gone for them. Uh, and sure enough, that's exactly uh, what we saw We uh, with the uh, Calgary Flames. They ended up getting the uh, big win against the Winnipeg Jets. They now move into a tie in points with the Jets for that final wildcard spot. Although Winnipeg does have still a game in hand. Uh, on the uh, Calgary Flames. Unfortunately for Winnipeg, if you look at that schedule, so while it's, yeah, they've got a game in hand still on Calgary, they've got to still win, and they, plus they're going to end up, it, it looks like, um, with the uh, tiebreaker because they have the edge in regulation wins as well uh, over the uh, Calgary Flames. So uh, Calgary's going to have to finish one point ahead, probably of Winnipeg, if they're going to get in. But Winnipeg's schedule is tough. 
you know, they got some tough Pacific division teams still remaining on their schedule the West rest of the way. So uh, it's not going to be easy, even though they do have a game in hand uh, on the Calgary Flames. Calgary's actually got an easier schedule than Winnipeg uh, in the remaining games. And then we saw Edmonton Anaheim, not pretty, but effective. If you're the Oilers, maybe not your best game, but you take care of business. And again, you show you can win a low scoring game, which I think is nothing but a confidence builder. Uh, for this Oilers team going into the playoffs, and they get the job done with the nice victory uh, over the uh, Anaheim Ducks last night as they remain in hot pursuit of not only the uh, Pacific Division uh, title, uh, as they're one point behind Vegas now for that, but they move three points ahead of Los Angeles for second in the Pacific and that all-important home ice advantage in a potential first-round series between the Oilers and Kings. So a big two points indeed. Uh, for the Edmonton Oilers last night. All right, let's get to the Thursday card. 14 games. Let's roll. We'll begin with the Ottawa Senators and Florida Panthers. Florida minus 240, home favorites. Seven the total uh, in this one. Uh, Florida Panthers, a big win, of course, against Buffalo for them. Uh, Alex Lyon has been uh, quite the remarkable story in goal for the uh, Panthers, giving them uh, outstanding goaltending since he's uh, taken uh, over due to the uh, issues going on with uh, Sergei uh, Bobrovsky. Uh, and uh, it looks like for the Florida Panthers, obviously, uh, it is back to uh, Alex Lyon tonight in net for them. I believe, though, at this point, Sergei Bobrovsky uh, is still out. No, he is still out. I was wondering. You know, he is still out. Uh, but I don't think they're in a point right now with what they've gotten out of Alex Lyon that they're necessarily rushing uh, Sergei Bobrovsky to come back from this illness, whatever it is he's dealing with. It's an illness is what we hear. Uh, I can't believe you're out for five games due to just due to an illness, but it is what it is. Uh, he's not going to be available for them uh, tonight against the Senators. But like I said, I don't think Florida is going to rush him back with the way Alex Lyons playing uh, right now in between the pipes for them. Uh, Ottawa give them credit against Carolina. They fell behind early in the first period. They battled back. They ended up getting that game against Kakalaki uh, into overtime, but they ended up losing their 3-2 uh, against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes uh, in that game. You know, as far as this game goes, I mean, this is just a too big of a price in my opinion. So I am going to sprinkle a bit on Ottawa plus draw uh, in this game. This is not me, you know, trying to uh, say that Florida isn't worthy of this win streak and won't win this game. They very clearly can and 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 might because they've won four in a row. But you look at the way Ottawa's played. They have not really exactly rolled over. The, the, the loss against Toronto, which looks bad that they lost 3-0, you might say, hey, they didn't show up. Well, they actually outshot Toronto 31-20, and Samsonov was very good in net. They absolutely... Uh, dominated Philadelphia that game definitely should have um, been an easier victory for them than it was uh, 5-4 in overtime 46-11 were the shots for the Senators the last two games they lost in overtime to Columbus and Carolina well they, they outshot Columbus they probably deserved a better fate there I thought they played a, a hell of a game believe it or not against Carolina very tough team very good tough place to win you know and you're looking for signs that even though Ottawa, it's almost an impossibility now that they're going to make the playoffs. You know, it's going to be, I, I don't think there's a, there's a pathway for them now at this point, as they now trail the uh, uh, New York Islanders and the Florida Panthers who are tied with 87 points uh, for those two wildcard spots. Ottawa's six points back with only four games left. Uh, so when you look at it, the, the most points they can get is eight. So they can get 89 points. And they got to hope they win out and Florida and the Islanders just absolutely flounder here in their remaining four games. That's asking a lot. But the Ottawa Senators have not shown you an effort that indicates they've they've 
given up on the season or they're not going to try hard or they're not going to play hard here down the stretch. So I, I don't think this is a slam dunk or a layup for the Florida Panthers at all. And now we're getting Florida in a price range where, look, I mean, they're a little bit overpriced in this matchup just a bit, considering how uh, feisty the Ottawa Senators have been. And considering the fact that, you know, you look at the two head-to-head -head meetings this year, Florida only won 5-3 at home and needed empty net goal to put it away. And Ottawa beat them 5-2 just recently uh, in Ottawa. So, you know, I think based on this uh, price being where it is, I decided, you know what, it's just a little overpriced. I'm going to have a little small bet on Ottawa and a little bit on the draw. Uh, here as well. And I got to give the Senators credit, especially with their makeshift blue line, which we know is ravaged with uh, the absences of Chikrin and Hamannick and Shabbat. But, you know, these guys have stepped up and played relatively solidly. And I got to give also the young Finn in net Levi Merrillinen, who's going to be back in net tonight for the uh, Senators as well, that, you know, you look at the uh, Sens, uh, his performance, I thought after a kind of a shaky start, he really did settle down and play well, played well. He had 34 uh, saves uh, against Carolina despite the overtime loss. And again, Ottawa's been a a draw magnet uh, lately, which is also why I think this draw is very, very live here. Uh, the um, Ottawa Senators have seen uh, each of their three of their last four games uh, basically go uh, to uh, uh, overtime or a shootout. So uh, that's definitely something to uh, keep in mind. So when it's all said and done, I definitely think uh, this game Ottawa's, I think, more competitive in this game than this line indicates. So Ottawa and the draw split for me is what I'm going to be targeting here in this matchup. This is a good shots on goal type of game. I think there'll be high volume shots. That's usually the case involving the Florida Panthers. I think you'll probably see that here once again tonight in this game. So if you're looking at shots on goal, I think you take a bunch with both of these teams. You won't fare too poorly here in this game looking at shots on goal on both sides going into this game. I do want to point out that Verhage has gone over his shots prop eight of the last 10. I'd go back to the well with that. Uh, and from a points prop standpoint uh, as well, Montour seven of the last 10 games with a point. Batherson actually has gone over in seven of the last uh, 10 games as well. His point prop for the uh, Ottawa Senators as well. Uh, the last five games, we've seen Aaron Ekblad collect a point. He's on a five-game point streak right now for the uh, Panthers. Uh, so if you uh, like uh, Ekblad to keep riding that point streak, you can go with the point prop. Montour point props continue to be really good, and his assist props, we've talked about that a lot with Montour. He's actually been even better than Ekblad at a lot of times this year, especially in terms of producing offense. So the point and assist streak is at four for Brandon Montour. Uh, that's not a bad option here from a prop standpoint tonight either in this game. Uh, so there's a couple good props that uh, stand out here as far as the Sens and Panthers game is concerned. All right, Columbus taking on New Jersey. Uh, we've got the uh, Devils here, minus 400, huge favorites here. Seven the total, shaded uh, to the under. Uh, still waiting on goalie confirmations here. I thought it would for sure be an instance where after he played valiantly in the loss against Toronto the other night for Columbus that we'd see Jet Greaves back in the net tonight for the uh, Jackets, but uh, that's not a foregone conclusion as of right now because they have not confirmed their goaltender, and a couple of sites have Michael Hutchinson actually projected as the starting goaltender here for Columbus. It will be Vitek Vanacek for uh, New Jersey. Uh, so I'm waiting off to, to see who's going to be in net. I mean, I certainly... If it was Jet Greaves, I was thinking there'd be a crash landing for Jet Greaves tonight. And I know Alex concurs there that after that huge effort that he had against Toronto, playing in his hometown, playing in his first NHL start, really battling in uh, there uh, and um, 
you know, I think it's a spot for me where Jack Greaves was going to get maybe crushed here tonight by this Devils team offensively. And look, with Hutchinson in net, still might get crushed offensively, this Columbus team against uh, New Jersey. So we'll see how it turns out. But, uh, you know, the New Jersey Devils, you know, for the, for in terms of what's uh, at stake for them, you know, if they have any hopes of tracking down uh, Carolina for first in the Metro, and remember, Carolina has a game in hand on New Jersey still. Devils only have four games left. Carolina has five games left. They're three points behind Carolina. Got to win this one. And actually, they're still they're only three points ahead of the Rangers now after the Rangers' victory against the Lightning last night. So, you know, even their uh, home ice advantage in the series against the Rangers in the first round is not at all a for sure thing yet. So, there is still something to play for here. There are still points that you want to have here in this game tonight if you're the New Jersey Devils. So I do think they get the victory here. It's just how do you want to play it? Um, I don't know. I think the first period puck line's, you know, in theory, a, a solid look. But here's the problem with that. The problem with that is the price. The value just is terrible on it. And when you get these massive favorites, you often find yourself having to lay minus 110 with a first period puck line, which is awful value. There's no value with that. So tough to get involved with that. Um, this could be a good game, by the way, for a save prop for whoever's in net for the uh, Jackets, with, of course, always the fear that that goalie gets pulled, you know, because the Devils just score too many, so many goals. They, uh, you know, they, <laughs> they end up having the goalie out of the game early. But, you know, I definitely lean over uh, the six and a half. Uh, well, seven, I'm going to wait for a live over, but I definitely will look. I will pull the trigger on a live over six and a half in this game. I, I do lean Devils for a spirit puck line, but I don't love the value. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the team total uh, for the uh, New Jersey uh, Devils here is four and a half minus 102. I, I could pull the trick. I might end up betting that uh, for a small bet over four and a half minus 102. And then, of course, the uh, uh, full game over, I'll wait for the live over. That's pretty much it as far as this game goes. It's just tough to get involved with the value. Yeah, Jack Reeves, I'm just looking now. He, he's not even on the roster anymore. That was like a one and done thing. Played in Toronto. He's back down. So it's going to be Hutchinson then for sure because it's Hutchinson and Gillies now, uh, the two uh, goalies that are active for Columbus tonight with, of course, Elvis Merzlikens still out. So, yeah, definitely I would look toward, yeah, the Devils first period team total, as uh, Perlo says in the chat, that's probably the best value of anything, you know, uh, full game or first period with the Devils because that first period team total over is plus 150 in a couple of books. I'll probably put a couple bucks on that little New Jersey team total over first period, full game team total. And I'll bet a live over six and a half uh, at some point during the uh, game. Uh, maybe Dawson Mercer props Dawson Mercer again, heating up late in the season here after, you know, he had that incredible stretch where we were taking his point prop every game kind of cooled off a bit, but starting to heat up again for the uh, New Jersey devils. Maybe time to get back on the Dawson Mercer express here tonight for the uh, devils. Uh, all right, next up, we've got Washington taking on Montreal. Uh, Washington minus 165, road favorite, six and a half the total. I have nothing to say here. Pass. I want nothing to do with this game at all. Washington laying minus 160 after they've been eliminated with the way they've been playing lately. You can forget it. I'm not laying anything with Washington, but I'm not taking Montreal. They are ridiculously banged up, shorthanded, ravaged, depleted, whatever words you want to use, and they can't compete now. Or at least I have a difficult time trusting them to compete with this horrendous roster that they have. Like it's shorthanded now. They've lost all their weapons offensively for the most part. They get shut out at home by Detroit. Tells you all you need to know uh, about the plight of the Canadians right now. I can't even, like, this is a perfect late season over 
situation as well to go over six and a half. But, you know, I can't even trust Montreal's offense. They get blanked at home by Detroit. You know, it tells you all you need to know. I mean, with the, all the injuries, the, the, the offense just might have a tough time scoring. Uh, so I want nothing to do with this game other than, as Rich says, yeah, the Mike Matheson props continue to cash. So I, I might bet that. That's about it, though. I want nothing to do with the side. Totals-wise, I lean over, but I don't trust Montreal to score. And if it's going to go over, you might need five or six out of Washington. And, you know, they're a very, very deflated team right now, the Capitals, missing the playoffs for the first time in nine years. So this is an easy, easy, easy pass for me. Want nothing to do with it. All right, Toronto-Boston. We've got Boston minus 150, home favorite, six the total uh, in this one. Uh, I like the draw here uh, in this matchup. We, we have questionable, um, you know, lineups, questionable lineup situations, I think, for both teams going into this game. Uh, you know, both teams are kind of in coast mode. Uh, Boston still wants, I think, the franchise record, but they're not going to break their back to do it. Uh, they're still going to be smart when it comes to uh, load management here, I believe, down the stretch. Tonight, David Krejci uh, is going to be out. Uh, it looks like everyone else is going to play, though, for the uh, Bruins. Marchand is in. Bergeron is in. DeBrusque. Uh, Pasternak, you know, the big guns are going to play other than uh, Krejci here for Boston tonight. Uh, so it's important to point that out. Toronto, they've been rotating uh, rest situations involving their players as of late tonight. It looks like uh, tonight, though, it looks like it's all hands on deck. You know, the only uh, significant injury is Matt Murray, and we know he's uh, going to be out for uh, a period of time. So uh, it's everybody uh, that's, you know, Noteworthy for the Leafs will be in the lineup tonight. Bunting, Matthews, Yarncroke, Nylander, Tavares, Marner. Everybody's in tonight. And I think the Leafs want to kind of show what they can do against a team like the Boston Bruins. I think the Leafs are taking this game seriously. You can argue they didn't necessarily take the Detroit or the Columbus games. The last two home games they had very seriously, and it looked like it. They lost to the Red Wings. Even in the effort against Columbus, they were... They had a lot of shots, but they they still didn't look like they were as forceful as they needed to be. So uh, to me, this is a situation where uh, I actually think Toronto is, would be the side lean for me in this game. But the draw, um, the draw definitely, I think, has got a potential to hit here uh, because what's the one thing, too? The Bruins did cash a draw with St. Louis uh, over the weekend, um, but I'd rather just take a chance with the draw rather than bet Toronto and fade because I've, I've faded the Bruins enough in spots where it looked like, you know, maybe they weren't as interested and they still just too good. And they found a way to win and they've still only lost one game in their last 10. And that was the uh, home loss to Nashville two to one. Let's keep in mind, there's a team they have history with the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs playoff history. It is still a division rival. So I don't want to, I don't want to assume at all Boston's rolling over tonight, but I do know Toronto is probably bringing it. That's the one thing I'm confident in. I, Toronto is going to bring a good effort tonight. They've, they're, they're icing a regular lineup. They want to prove themselves here against the uh, uh, Bruins tonight. So I'm going to go with the uh, draw here. Again, and a nice price here you can get with that uh, as well. I think definitely this game has the uh, chance to go beyond uh, regulation. Totals-wise, I mean, it could go either way. But I, I would probably lean under in this game. What do, uh, Next up, Minnesota-Pittsburgh. We got the uh, Penguins minus 130. Home favorites, six the total uh, in this game. We've got uh, certainly a huge, huge game. This is going to be for both sides, uh, the Wild and the uh, Penguins. For the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, they are on the outside looking in, one point behind both the Panthers and the Islanders. 
for the two wild card spots uh, in the Eastern Conference. So this is imperative now with just four games left on the regular season schedule for Pittsburgh to get two points tonight. So I would expect them to go, you know, go all out here in this one. But are they a better team than Minnesota? Because they're not just a, a favorite here in this game. They're laying a buck thirty. You know, so you know they are giving you know Pittsburgh a little bit of respect here uh, in this uh, matchup against the uh, Minnesota Wild. I'm not ready to lay a buck thirty with this Pittsburgh team. Keep in mind, this is still a team that's struggling defensively, which we saw on full display against New Jersey. They got lit up for five. Tristan Jari, one game up, one game down. You're never quite sure what you're going to get from him. Uh, he's back in net tonight for the uh, Penguins, and it'll be the former Penguin uh, back in uh, Pittsburgh the place where he started his NHL career. Marc-Andre Fleury uh, getting the start here tonight for the uh, Minnesota Wild in this game. I'd lean wild, but this is just a game where Pittsburgh, Minnesota would like to have the two points. They, they're they they're coming to get the two points. Pittsburgh's got to have the two points, in my opinion. They cannot piss away another home game here, uh, Now that especially now that they're on the outside looking in. Uh, in this uh, playoff race, trailing both the Panthers and the Islanders. But I don't trust the defense, and I don't trust the goaltending of the Penguins to be laying a buck 30. So this is, to me, another obvious draw candidate for two reasons. One, uh, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a competitive game. And two, Pittsburgh's not going to care that Minnesota gets a point if it goes to overtime. Minnesota's not going to care that Pittsburgh gets a point if this game goes to overtime. They're in their own races. They're in their own playoff battles. Separate divisions, separate conferences. Yeah, there is def definitely no indication that uh, you know the um, Pittsburgh Penguins are going to care that Minnesota gets a point and vice versa. You know, so the draw at plus three sixty is a very good price in this spot. I like it. That's the way I'm playing it here. Minnesota Pittsburgh draw uh, plus three sixty. So there you go. Back to back games where I do like the draw uh, in this one. I, I got a sneaking suspicion too that game goes over the total. Uh, just because we've seen Flurry, uh, you know, he's, he's been better lately, but, you know, he's also had some games where he's given up some goals. And I certainly know Pittsburgh's capable of giving up goals as well. Uh, and we have seen that from time to time. And that series history just stands out like a sore thumb. Five straight head to head meetings have gone over the total between the Minnesota Wild and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So, uh, yeah, definitely looking uh, over that uh, six and that six, I should say, uh, is probably something I'm going to add to the card as well uh, here in this game, just based on that. All right, we've got Buffalo taking on Detroit. Uh, even money here, minus 110 both sides, six and a half being the uh, total in this game with the uh, Sabres and the uh, Red Wings. Um, I like Buffalo here. I do. Uh, you could say maybe that Florida game just totally, totally, you know, ended their playoff hopes and maybe they're disheveled and, you know, discombobulated and and, and just, you know, depressed. And I, I don't buy that uh, totally. Uh, and they're not mathematically out yet. So until you're mathematically out, you keep playing. And I actually like the form of the, uh, of the Buffalo Sabres the last three games. They beat the Rangers in overtime. It was a very good game against Philadelphia. I thought the Florida game was a well-played game. They had fired 40 shots on net against Alex Lyon, who was just absolutely spectacular uh, in that game for the uh, Panthers. I thought the Sabres played more than well enough to win against the Panthers. I thought it was a raw deal for them uh, to end up uh, losing that game and in regulation to boot and not get any points out of it. I thought they deserved much better than that. I know Detroit has you know, played well these last few games. They had the win against Toronto. They shut out that 
depleted AHL roster that is the Montreal Canadiens 5-0, but now they're back home following a three-game road trip. Not a, as I often say, not a bet on spot, getting the home team off a little road trip, which is the case here for Detroit. Buffalo has owned Detroit as well. Uh, they've won three straight meetings, and especially here in Detroit, they've really fared well uh, against the Red Wings historically. And I think you're going to see that continuing here. Yeah, six and two in the last eight visits to Detroit for this Buffalo Sabres team. And of course, they've got what could be the young phenom, the young goalie of the future in net once again for them. And Devin Levi, who in his first two starts against the Rangers and the Panthers did not look out of place. He looked strong. He looked poised. He looked sharp. He looked confident uh, in between the pipes for the uh, Sabres. That's what you want to see. I think they get the job done tonight. So at even money, They've had the better of it in this series history. Sabres for me here, minus 110. Even with Tage Thompson, uh, a game-time decision. Uh, even if he doesn't play, I'd still back the Sabres here uh, in this game. And if Tage Thompson doesn't play, one thing we've seen Don Granado do with this lineup is put Casey Middlestat in that, in that position, uh, in the lineup where... Uh, he ends up getting that top-line role, centering that line without Thompson. So if Thompson doesn't play, that means Casey Middlestat props are uh, absolutely live in this game, whether it's uh, the, the, the point prop and the assist prop, especially uh, for uh, Casey Middlestat, if uh, uh, Tage Thompson's not uh, in the lineup tonight uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. Uh, as far as props go for uh, this game, uh, there are a couple uh, worthy of a mention here uh, going into this uh, matchup tonight. Uh, let me just see. Yeah, Mo Sider has gone over his shots on goal in four straight games. Rasmus Dahlin with a point in three straight games and an assist in three straight games. And Skinner for the Buffalo Sabres. Jeff Skinner uh, has gone over his shot prop uh, in three straight games. Dylan Cousins, as I always say, if I like Buffalo to win the game, Dylan Cousins will be on the card uh, to get a point. Uh, and that's going to be the case for me once again here tonight for the uh, Sabres. Uh, maybe keep an eye on. There's a couple little lineup tweaks as well for Buffalo. Uh, where they're uh, moving up, I believe it's um, J.J. Paterka. Yes, to the second line with Cousins and Quinn. That line, I think if you sprinkle props on Paterka, Cousins, and Quinn, he might do okay tonight. I think that second line is a pretty decent line. They had chances galore the other night against Florida. I definitely think they could make an impact tonight. J.J. Paterka, Dylan Cousins, Jack Quinn, that second line uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres uh, here in this one. All right, next up, Tampa Bay Lightning, New York Islanders. We've got the uh, Islanders minus 140 home favorites, five and a half the total uh, here in this game. I think this sets up just absolutely perfectly here for the uh, New York Islanders tonight. Uh, they need the victory. It's a short turnaround, rapid revenge spot. They got blasted 5-1 in Tampa Bay by the same Lightning team last weekend. Tampa's on the back-to-back -back after the big showdown with the Rangers last night. Where they lost us uh, to the uh, where they lost to the Rangers in that game. Uh, so again, five nothing Islanders lost to Tampa. Uh, Tampa loses to the Rangers last night by a score of six three. Back to back, Brian Elliott, of course, in net for the Lightning after it was Andre Vasilevsky uh, here uh, tonight in this uh, game or last night's game. So and the Islanders just sitting there waiting for them. It's a much more valuable two points for the Islanders. Tampa Bay's locked into third. They're not catching Toronto. Toronto's going to have home ice in that first-round series against uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, you know, uh, this is just one of those games where I wouldn't even be shocked if Cooper rests some guys here tonight. Now, it hasn't been confirmed yet if they're going to do that, but it wouldn't totally surprise me that if we find out right before face-off, oh, Stamkos is getting a rest or Point's getting a rest or Kucherov, one of the big guns for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. So uh, keep your eye on that. There's a reason why the Islanders were favored 
and there's a reason why they've taken money uh, in this uh, game uh, all day long. So uh, Islanders, I, I already bet it early, and I mentioned uh, uh, yesterday that it was probably a good spot to look at the Islanders here. I got in on the Islanders at minus 125. It's up to uh, minus 140. It's getting a little pricey. I will admit that, but there's nothing that would get me on Tampa tonight. So I would still Islanders or nothing here at uh, the minus 140 price uh, in this game. Uh, that's definitely the way to go. Nothing. Uh, I actually kind of lean over five and a half. Actually, I'm not kind of lean. I will bet that at five and a half. Had stayed pat uh, at five and a half here, minus 120. I know this is an Islanders team that has gone under in uh, uh, several uh, straight games now. I believe three straight games in a row have gone under. And look, Tampa Bay now all of a sudden has gone under, had gone under the total in four straight games prior to last night. Uh, against the uh, Rangers, but uh, I think at five and a half, Elliott and Nett, uh, you have a chance to see this game go over the total. Keep in mind, the last time the Lightning visited uh, Long Island, it was a 6-4 final score. So at five and a half, uh, I'm going to take a shot with over five and a half here, minus 120, and the Islanders' money line. I got minus 125, but I still endorse it here at minus 140. Uh, and props just quickly on that game. Uh, even though I like the Islanders, uh, Alex Kalorn to get a point. I mean, he, it's, it, he got the first goal for the uh, Lightning last night uh, against the Rangers. Uh, he has been actually one of their better offensive players for a while, a five-game point streak for Alex Kalorn now uh, after last night. So even though I like the Islanders to win, doesn't mean I can't bet some Lightning player props. And right now, Alex Kalorn to get a point is absolutely um, you know worth a bet uh, here tonight on the five-game point streak that he's on. Sergachev as well, you know, four straight games with a point for him. Uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and an assist. We've talked about those two in particular. Uh, well worth a look once again uh, in the point prop market for the uh, Tampa Bay, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then for the Islanders, um, you know, you could uh, sprinkle it around here because uh, they always have had more scoring by committee. But, you know, as of right now, Pierre Engvall to me uh, looks a little bit undervalued uh, just because he has come from Toronto in that trade with the Leafs and really done a nice job for them. Uh, whether it's been scoring, whether it's been collecting points. He has two goals and three points for the Islanders in their last four games. So uh, Pierre Engvall has stepped up and he's taken advantage of a greater opportunity up the lineup in a top six role, which he wasn't in Toronto. More minutes, more opportunity, and he's making the most of it here for the uh, New York Islanders. So that's a prop I'd consider as well here uh, in this game. All right, there's the first half of this huge Thursday card. 164 live viewers on YouTube right now. Hit the like button uh, and a shout out to our podcast listeners as well. We will be back with the second half of this Thursday NHL card right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. 
All right, we're back here on the ice, guys. And don't forget, if you haven't entered yet, make sure you do. Fill out the form for the uh, playoff box giveaway presented by Gramco. Uh, we're going to uh, announce the winners on the Saturday show at noon Eastern. A massive Saturday show. Every NHL team in action. 16 games, 32 teams. It's going to be a hell of a card on Saturday, hell of a show on Saturday, and that's when we'll announce the winners. So make sure you fill out the form. The link to the form is in the YouTube video description. It's on our Ice Guys Twitter account as well, pinned there. Uh, make sure you sign up for the Ice Guys Playoff Box Giveaway uh, presented by Gramco. All right, let's roll along here. We've got seven games down, seven games to go uh, on this Thursday card. Next up, uh, we've got the... Uh, let me just see here. Lost my spot here. Uh, what do we got? Oh, yeah, we got the New York Rangers and the uh, St. Louis Blues. There we go. Uh, New York Rangers minus 170 uh, road favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. We're going to bite the hand that fed us last night. Uh, the New York Rangers, best bet for me last night uh, with the win against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they're still mathematically alive to track down Jersey. Uh, for second in the division and home ice in that first round series, but I still don't think they're going to catch them. Um, and this is just a brutal spot, you know, huge game, national television, TNT, Tampa Bay, very physical game, uh, a game they wanted. It turned into a nasty affair and uh, you know, you got to turn around, fly to St. Louis, lose an hour of sleep, lose an hour, you know, going back, you know, to the central time zone. You got into St. Louis from what I read, they got into St. Louis, you know, around 1 a.m last night this is a tricky spot for the rangers we know it'll be yarrow halak and net of course after it was shesterkin last night so you know i the, the it's blues in the draw for me uh in this game and st louis to their credit been competitive and been actually very solid of late uh, believe it or not down the uh, stretch so craig berube should be uh proud of the way the team has given a solid nightly effort for the most part they had that one game against nashville on Saturday last weekend, where it just was a, a bad game. It just didn't happen that day. But really, outside of that, you look at the way they've played here last 10 games, they have a they have a 6-4 and four winning record. They beat Winnipeg. They beat Detroit. They beat Anaheim. They 7-6 loss to L.A. They never gave up in that game against a good Kings team. They beat Vancouver 6-5 to five when Vancouver was rolling. They beat Chicago 5-3. They took Boston, the mighty Bruins, to a shootout and lost 4-3. Came back from a deficit to get to a shootout there in that game. And then they beat the Flyers 4-2 in their last game. So there's no doubt that um, uh, the St. Louis Blues have been, um, you know, have been it's been a situation. Uh, you know, yeah, I got that wrong, John. You're right. I'm just, uh, uh, but you're right. Uh, still, I mean, it's tough travel. You know, you go to St. Louis there, you could get in there late. And from what I read, they did get in there late. And now you got to play this Blues team after just what was a very, very emotional, intense game. Uh, no question about that. So, and look, the Saint, it's not like we're betting an Anaheim here with this St. Louis team who's in shit form, you know, absolutely pathetic form where you lay a good spot in the lap of Anaheim and they still can't get it done. Like last night against Edmonton as a perfect example, St. Louis, you put a good spot, you know, against a superior team in front of the blues. I've got a lot more faith. They can get it done tonight than say Anaheim last night. You know what I mean? I mean, Anaheim, you could get, you could get give Anaheim a spot against a team that's clinched everything back-to-back -back on the road, and Anaheim's still going to end up losing that hockey game. And we kind of saw that last night in the game against Edmonton. I think St. Louis can you know, take advantage of this because this is not at all a Rangers spot at all. 
uh, going on the road after that game last night against Tampa Bay with a very small, minimal chance they still catch New Jersey. I don't know if they believe they catch New Jersey. I, I don't think they catch New Jersey, especially because I don't see New Jersey losing to Columbus tonight and likely Michael Hutchinson in net for the Jackets there. So uh, I like the Blues and the draw. Uh, we'll split it here because that's the one thing we have saw against Boston is that, you know, the Blues didn't win that game, but they still got the Bruins to overtime. Kind of the same thing here that, you know, just in case the Blues fall short, but I still think they can at least compete enough to get it to OT. So I like the the split option here. St. Louis plus 150 money line to go with that draw, uh, which you can get upwards of, I believe, plus 360 uh, at uh, FanDuel for the draw. And FanDuel is consistently at the best draw prices. Oh, plus 380 actually at FanDuel for the draw. Really like that price. And I like the over here a little bit. Six and a half. I think, you know, Rangers score because I don't think the Blues ever shut down anybody completely. And I think the Blues will score their share of goals. Blues are, fi- you know, fine in the back of the net lately. If you look at their recent results, four against Philly, four against, three against uh, Boston, uh, five against Chicago, six against Vancouver, six against LA, six against Anaheim, uh, four against Detroit. You know, other than that 6 1 loss, they've been scoring at least three goals pretty much in every game. So I like this game over the total, over six and a half. Uh, it's also gone over three straight meetings between the Rangers and Blues. So I like over six and a half, and I like the Blues and the draw split as well uh, in this one. And for props, um, look, Capo Caco's red hot. Capo Caco now. Three straight games with a goal. Scored again last night. Why not ride it? Uh, he's absolutely on uh, on a roll right now. A little mini heater for the young Finn for the uh, New York Rangers. Um, Buchnevich and Panarin for the Rangers. Or Buchnevich, the former Ranger. You know, maybe look at him to find the back of the net, get a point tonight, playing his old team. He's gone over his shot prop, Buchnevich, in five straight games. The same goes for the bread man. Uh, Artemi Panarin, who's gone over his shot prop in five straight games for the Rangers as well. Um, and uh, again, Kako with the three-game goal streak. And I cashed a goal prop last night with him. I, I said on yesterday's show, Kako and Lafreniere, you know, I think both of them worth a look, but especially, again, Kako with this three-game uh, goal streak uh, that he's on at the moment here for the um, for the um, New York uh, Rangers. Yes, Tarasenko, of course. Tarasenko going back to St. Louis. Yeah, naturally. Uh, Tarasenko. Uh, anytime goal score, point prop, all of that stuff uh, goes without saying. I'm sure fired up to make his return to St. Louis here. Minus 125 to get a point, plus 210 to get a goal for uh, Tarasenko tonight. Both of those props are pretty good prices, especially the point prop. Only minus 125 for uh, the uh, for Vladimir Tarasenko to get a point tonight against his old team. So that's a really good look as well. Buchnevich against his old team, probably worth a look. Kako because he's on fire. Not a bad prop game, and I do think we'll see goals uh, in this game between Halak and Binnington, by the way, going to be the uh, starting goaltenders here uh, in this uh, matchup. So lots to like here. Uh, This is going to be one of the higher-volume bet games for me uh, as far as number of wagers between sides, totals, and player props for me tonight on the card with this game between the Rangers and Blues. All right, Carolina-Nashville. We've got Carolina minus 200 uh, road favorites, 5.5 the total uh, in this one. This Nashville team at home is a tough nut to crack at the moment. I mean, they have been just outstanding here in Music City. I don't know what the uh, rec- uh, exactly what the recent record is at home, but you know this is where they played well. They had that bad game against Dallas. You know they lost five one, but you look at them on home ice. All of a sudden here, they pummeled St. Louis six one. They beat a very good Vegas team three uh, two in overtime. 
uh, in their last home game. They only lost 3-2 to uh, Toronto uh, at home. 2-1, they beat Seattle here on the home ice. So, and, and Nashville is remarkably still very much alive in the Western Conference wildcard race. They are three. Po- they are just three points behind both the Jets and the Flames. And keep in mind, they have two games in hand on Calgary and still one game in hand on Winnipeg. So even though they trail by three, you know, they've got more games left uh, on the uh, schedule, the Predators, compared to the uh, Flames and compared to the uh, Jets here. So uh, I think the Predators are potentially live here uh, against uh, Carolina. Carolina didn't win that game easily against Ottawa. They let them hang around. They actually let Ottawa back into the game, uh, and they ended up uh, going to overtime. So this is another one where I'm not only taking the big dog, I'm taking the draw split with it here in this game. So it's a Preds draw split uh, here for me uh, in this uh, game against the uh, Hurricanes. I think we're going to see Frederick Anderson. Last I checked, it's going to be him and net for the uh, Hurricanes tonight. You know I'm not overly thrilled with the way he's played lately. I don't think he's been nearly as sharp. Uh, UC Soros, as expected, getting this uh, start here for the uh, Predators. And if you remember going back to when Carolina and Nashville, you know, they have some playoff history. Soros has played well against uh, Carolina at times in the uh, past year. So, you know, I don't think this is going to be an easy game necessarily for the Hurricanes, who actually lost at home to Nashville back on January the 5th, 5-3. to That was that game where the guy in net tonight for Nashville, UC Soros, just played one of the games of his of his career that night. 67 shots on goal for Carolina and 62 saves made by uh, UC Soros that night. So he was just in the zone, in a groove, and clearly uh, played an excellent game. Uh, and obviously this game is imperative for Nashville. And if they win tonight somehow against this Carolina team, they're all of a sudden just one point back of the Jets with even number of games left and one point back of Calgary, and they still have a game in hand on Calgary, they would. So uh, a huge game. I think it's Carolina's a little overpriced, and Nashville's played really good at home. I give all these foot soldiers of theirs credit for stepping up. Cody Glass, definitely worth a look. Thomas Novak, uh, we keep going back to the well with these two players, game in and game out for Nashville in terms of goal props and point props, but that's what you have to do. These are the guys that have been uh, getting it done uh, here for the uh, Nashville uh, Predators uh, as of uh, late. So uh, very, very interested to see uh, how he fares here. And by the way, we've got a uh, a little bit of a lineup switch here for Nashville tonight too. Igor Afenasayev Afenise- uh, is going to be moving up to the top line tonight for the uh, Nashville Predators with Glass and Tomasino. So there could be some value uh, in the prop market with Afenasayev here for the uh Nashville Predators here tonight in this game. Keep that in mind. So uh, I like Nashville here because I just think they're live at a price. I'll take any team that's playing well, especially at home, at a price like this in a game where they got to have it. And I think Nashville – and Nashville's given Carolina problems in the past. So that's what we're going with here. Nashville plus 170 split with the draw uh, here in this uh, game with the uh, Hurricanes and the uh, Predators. The draw price, by the way, uh, in this game is once again at FanDuel. Very, very appealing, plus 360 for the uh, draw uh, in this one. All right, uh, next up, uh, we've got, uh, as we continue along here, Philadelphia and Dallas. Uh, Stars minus 260, home favorites, uh, five and a half the uh, total uh, in this one. Uh, Of course, the Dallas Stars are continuing to try to uh, cement uh, their hold 
uh, on first place in the uh, Central Division. They are in a three-way battle with Colorado and Minnesota right now for first in the uh, Central Division. Uh, Dallas has played one game more than uh, Colorado, uh, even in games remaining with Minnesota. Uh, so obviously, you know, division uh, title on the line, you'd expect Dallas uh, to bring a pretty good effort here against this Flyers team. Um, do you want to lay this price ends up being the question, but uh, you know, I certainly wouldn't be looking to play Philly here. They've lost four in a row uh, going into this game uh, against the Sens, the Sabres, the Penguins, and the Blues. Four straight losses here for Philly. Dallas, of course, beat uh, Nashville uh, 5-1 uh, in their last game. We'll see if they can keep it rolling. They've dominated Philadelphia to the tune of five straight head-to-head -head wins. Uh, they beat uh, Philadelphia back in November in Philadelphia uh, by a score of 5-1. to one. Uh, So that's not exactly what you want to see. Um, I think when you look at this matchup, too, this Flyers team all of a sudden, much to the dismay, I'm sure, of John Tortorella, who wants his team to be good defensively as a team, and keep the shots on goal at a minimum. Well, you're not seeing them do that lately. They've given up 31, 30, 46 shots to Ottawa, and definitely they've been giving up the goals as well. During this four-game losing streak, the uh, Philadelphia Flyers have given up 19 goals. I mean, that's just too many. 19 goals given up by the uh, Philadelphia Flyers in their last four games combined. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go with the Dallas team total. Uh, in this one, over three and a half. Uh, that's the way I'm going to go about it here. I think that's uh, a better look than anything else in this game. I don't have to worry about what the uh, Stars uh, or Jake Ottinger do uh, in the defensive end against this uh, Philly team, but I think we can pretty much count on the Stars, who are, I think, one of those teams that's a little bit of an underrated offensive team. And you look, they have scored at least four goals in three uh, of their last four games. In fact, all three of Dallas's last three wins Chicago, Arizona, Nashville, they scored four goals or more. So, uh, and again, you could say, well, they played Chicago, they played Arizona, they played Nashville, although Nashville's still very much alive in the playoff spot. But, you know, in particular, the games against Arizona, Chicago, you could say, well, they scored four goals or more, but they were, you know, bad teams, below average teams. Well, what do you think Philly is? So, yeah, I think uh, Dallas can uh, find their way to four goals in this game. That's the way I'm going to play it here. Dallas team total over three and a half. It's only minus 128 at Pinnacle. So it's not a bad price at all there for the uh, Dallas Stars team total uh, over three and a half here uh, in this game against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Carter Hart and Net, yep, for the uh, Flyers. And of course, uh, Jake Ottinger uh, for the uh, Dallas Stars uh, in this one. And as far as props go for uh, Flyers and uh, Stars, um, you know, we've got definitely some players in good form. You know, I would still, even though I like Dallas in the game, if someone's going to make an impact for Philly, it's either going to be Farabee or Morgan Frost. These two guys have really picked it up lately for them. So I don't hate those props on the Flyers side, Frost and Farabee. Uh, for Dallas, uh, Jason Robertson on a three-game point streak. Haskinen is on a three-game point streak as well uh, for the uh, Dallas Stars uh, entering this uh, game tonight. Uh, and also, uh, Pavelski with a point in seven of the last 10 games for the Stars uh, and also a goal in seven of the last 10 games for Pavelski as well. So I, I don't mind that. I don't mind Pavelski. Pavelski is one of those players that every single season we see this guy elevate. Later in the regular season, the games get more important and then playoff time arrives and there's Joe Pavelski once again uh, just elevating his game to another level. So Definitely, um, you know, I, Pavelski props are worth a look now, and I think always worth a look as the games get more important.
because he's just consistently been a guy that's elevated his game and played even better. The bigger the game, the bigger the stage, the bigger the play out of Joe Pavelski. You know, that is what we have seen pretty much uh, from uh, him uh, throughout his uh, NHL career. And he's clearly showing at the moment that he still has some gas left in the tank. All right, Chicago, Vancouver. Uh, Canucks minus 220, home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, Rick Tockett brought the hammer down on his Canucks after that loss to Seattle the other night, saying uh, you, you have to be ready to you have to be ready to play. You have to prepare yourself to be ready to play, and nobody did. And he and he said something along the lines of, "Well, we've only got four or five games left, but uh, you know we we can't just you know think that these games don't matter." Uh, he wasn't very happy. Uh, at all, uh, actually, with his uh, team's effort the other night against uh, St. Louis. So I, I do expect a response here uh, from the uh, Vancouver Canucks uh, against this uh, Chicago Blackhawks team that is coming off a very rare win, uh, of course, in their last game against the uh, Calgary Flames, uh, a 4-3 victory against uh, a team that was desperate for points. But as we kind of sometimes see from these teams late in the season, like a Chicago, they're bad teams, they're in the draft lottery hunt, uh, the, the Bedard sweepstakes. Yeah, they won the last game. Doesn't necessarily mean that's a harbinger of things to come in the next game. You know, that's probably what I would say here about this game is, yeah, Chicago upset Calgary. Doesn't mean it's going to happen here tonight, uh, here against uh, Vancouver. So I think Vancouver comes out with a purpose tonight. Uh, Rick Tockett stated too that, you know, early in the game, didn't love their start either. So I'm going to go with the first period puck line here on Vancouver. Minus a half, plus 130. Canucks first period puck line. Uh, the regulation price in this game, I'm just taking a look at it. Is it uh, something that uh, I would take a shot? Ah, minus 140. Nah, it's not the price I'm crazy about. I like the first period puck line here uh, in this game. I think the Vancouver uh, team total as well uh, is probably the way I would go with instead of the uh, the uh, regulation price. Yeah, over 3.5, minus 142. And I like the over 6.5 here uh, as well with the uh, Blackhawks and Canucks as well. I do think we'll see some goals scored. Uh, in this uh, hockey game tonight. Uh, I think we're going to get Peter Morozik uh, in goal for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, although it's not confirmed yet. Thatcher Demko is confirmed. No, it's Staylock, uh, actually, for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. But I still think Vancouver will find the uh, back of the net here uh, against him. So Blackhawk, or sorry, Canucks first period puck line, little on the Canuck team total over three and a half, and I like the uh, over six and a half as well here in this one. As far as the prop market goes for this uh, game, Besser, nine out of the last 10, he's gone over his shot prop. I think that's a good bet. Uh, JT Miller, someone that uh, Rick Tockett actually named as someone that kind of struggled in the last game. And look, Miller's been pretty good for the most part under Rick Tockett uh, since he took over. Uh, so I'd expect JT Miller to respond probably with a better game. His props are probably uh, not a bad consideration as well uh, in this game. Uh, by the way, it's worth noting, Jonathan Taves, for the Blackhawks, just recently returned. He's gotten a point in three straight games since his return. And same with uh, and Lucas Reichel on a three-game point streak for the uh, Blackhawks as well. Then to see you also on a three-game point streak and a three-game goal streak. So I'd probably put something on both of those uh, players as well here uh, in terms of uh, uh, his, uh, props for the uh, Blackhawks. Is then to see you not only a three-game point streak for him, but a three-game goal streak for him uh, going into tonight uh, as well. All right. Next game, L.A. and Vegas. We've got uh, Vegas minus 120, minus 125 home favorites. Six the uh, total uh, in this game. Uh, Golden Knights back home after a little mini trip on the road. 
was a very uh, short road trip. They only went on the road for a couple of games against Minnesota and Nashville. Uh, both of those go beyond regulation. They beat Minnesota 4-3 in a shootout. And then the very next night, they lose in overtime to the Nashville Predators 3-2. It's three games and four nights uh, on the uh, road for uh, – or three games and four nights for uh, Vegas. And it's actually four games and six nights going back to the home game against uh, Minnesota. And when you think about it, they were at home to Minnesota. They traveled to Minnesota after that. They traveled to Nashville after that. Now they travel back home, so they've had to travel between games. I worry about the uh, the energy level of Vegas here, not only coming off the mini two-game road trip, but four games and six nights, and he had to travel uh, after each game. So a little bit concerned about that for Vegas going into uh, tonight uh, against the uh, Kings. Kings now uh, a tough loss for them the other night against Edmonton, 3-1 uh, back to – well losses in consecutive weeks to the Edmonton Oilers uh, with uh, a couple of wins against Seattle and Vancouver sandwiched in between. Obviously for the LA Kings, there's still a lot to play for. This is a huge, like if they want to somehow stay in the hunt for not only the Pacific division, they're four behind Vegas. Both teams have four games left, including this game entering tonight. Kings are four points back of Vegas for first. They're three points back of Edmonton. Uh, for second in the Pacific Division in that race for home ice in the first round. But keep in mind the Kings, even though it looks bleak for them, three points behind Edmonton, they have a game in hand on Edmonton. Edmonton now only has three games left in the regular season. L.A. still has four. This is their game in hand on Edmonton taking place tonight here uh, in Vegas. I like L.A. here. Uh, Kings plus 100. I like the spot, like the situation, like that we're getting them off a loss, like that we're getting Vegas with – a lot of travel here since Saturday, uh, you know, home for uh, against Minnesota, then going to Minnesota, going to Nashville the very next night, and now going back home to Vegas here. Don't know if we're going to get the uh, freshness that's required here from uh, the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. And I think we get L.A. after the loss to Edmonton. Uh, you know, there's a lot uh, that L.A., you know, L.A.'s got to win this. If they uh, not only, you know, risking the, the division will be out of reach tonight if they lose to Vegas because they're already four behind them. So if they lose this game tonight to Vegas, they won't have any chance hardly of catching them for the division title. And if they lose tonight, it's a big blow to them catching Edmonton for second and for home ice in the uh, in the uh, first round series against them in that uh, division. So. Very, very big two points. Very, very big uh, game for the L.A. Kings in terms of that. Uh, it's not uh, Vegas wants to win two. Don't get me wrong, and and really move one big step closer to clinching the Pacific Division, which they're leading. But for L.A., it's an absolute must. And I don't think they played poorly against Edmonton. The puck just didn't go in. They had chances, had opportunities. Uh, Skinner was very good in net for Edmonton once again against them. Uh, I think it's a good spot for L.A. here. The price is not bad at all. So I like the plus 100, plus 105 here uh, with the uh, L.A. Kings uh, in this game. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Kings here uh, around even money. I think they get the uh, job done here against the uh, Golden Knights. And as far as the props go uh, for this game, this could be a little bit of a lower scoring affair. Keep that in mind. So not going to go with as many props in this game. Corpusalo, by the way, will be in net for the uh, Kings, continuing this recent trend to going back and forth with the goalies. Laurent Brossois. Uh, back in net tonight for the uh, Vegas uh, Golden Knights. Uh, but as far as the props go for this uh, game, a couple that stand out. Uh, Petrangelo's gone over his shot prop in uh, three straight games. Jack Eichel on a seven-game point streak, seven-game assist streak for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So definitely he has been you know, chipping in and finding the score sheet uh, on a regular basis for them. 
Uh, we'll have to see, by the way, too, Vegas, you know, had some injuries uh, coming into uh, this uh, week. Uh, and we'll see if they get anybody back. But uh, you look at the uh, lineup situation here for Vegas tonight, uh, looking to get an update. It looks like they're going to be a lot healthier tonight. Dorofiev, Dorofiev to score a goal. You got to look at it uh, in every game with the way he's contributing. But looks like Riley Smith is back. And Riley Smith, you know, is a guy that uh, was on a nice little point streak. It got snapped against Calgary. Uh, the game he got injured. And then he was out for four games. He came back. He got a point against Minnesota, held off the score sheet against Nashville. But Riley Smith definitely always live to get a point. And then on the L.A. side, Victor Arvidsson, shot props, goal props, point props, anything. Arvidsson, I think, is probably worth a look. Aya Follow has been really noticeable lately for the Kings, has really stepped up his play of late. So Aya uh, Follow prop could be uh, worth a look here as well tonight uh, in this one for the uh, L.A. Kings. Uh, Trevor Moore on the second line. Uh, he got a point against Edmonton. Uh, he's been noticeable uh, the last few games, so getting a little bit of an elevated spot as well. So a couple of uh, props that uh, you might be able to consider here for this Kings-Golden Knights Pacific Division class. Should be a good one in Sin City tonight. All right, Arizona and Seattle. Uh, same matchup that we saw the other night in the same venue uh, as well. Uh, Seattle minus 340. Uh, Home favorites, six, six and a half, the total in this game. Uh, crack and win, and they clinch a playoff spot. It's really that simple. So Seattle has been slowly inching their way closer to their first ever playoff uh, berth in franchise history, and they have the chance to clinch it tonight with a victory here against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. We'll see if they're able to do that. I mean, they absolutely destroyed, just dismantled Arizona, eight to one uh, back on Monday night here in Seattle. Uh, yeah, revenge for Arizona, but I don't know if it's going to uh, really change all that much. I'm starting to get the sense with Arizona that um, they've run out of gas. They've run out of mental gas, physical gas, emotional gas. These, these have been some, after being really competitive for many games, uh, Arizona, they've just been blasted here these last three games. Outscored by Dallas, San Jose, and Seattle uh, in their last three games, 20-5. to five. So it's been very ugly for the uh, Coyotes here uh, in the last three games. Uh, I cashed a ticket with Seattle first period puck line uh, Monday night. Uh, I had the over in that game. Uh, you know, Seattle team total over. I'd probably stick to the same bets, honestly, uh, in this game that cashed the other night. Uh, I wouldn't really deviate too much. Uh, Seattle first period puck line minus a half plus 105. Uh, worth a look. Uh, Seattle team total. Uh, over three and a half because I think they I don't think they screw around I think they get the job it's actually four and a half so never mind the team total I would just go first period puck line probably over six and a half as well actually there's a six that's out there at uh, Heritage Sports actually has this total or actually bet online I should say has it over six minus 123 which I really like at six the, the scheme over the total Arizona's kind of crumbled. Their de defensive foundation has completely fallen off five straight Arizona games have gone over the total. They've given up four, five, five, seven, and eight goals uh, in those uh, five games. Uh, like I mentioned, it's been rough, uh, a grand total of 20 goals. Like I said, allowed in their last three games combined. So I like the over, I lean to the team total over, but I, I I don't love it as much at four and a half. But hey, they could still get five in this game, Seattle. I'd still consider it. And I like this uh, full game over six, six and a half as well. Coyotes and uh, Kraken. And as far as the uh, uh, goaltending matchup here, it is once again going to be Grubauer uh, for the uh, Seattle Kraken. Uh, Vimelka 
is Corral Vamelka projected for Arizona, but not confirmed yet. Prop-wise, Jared McCann, Vince Dunn, the usual suspects here for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Bjorkstrand as well, you know, someone that's maybe been starting to heat up a little bit here for the uh, Kraken as well. But Vince Dunn, uh, absolutely. Jared McCann, it starts and ends. Any prop considerations with Seattle uh, start and end with them. They've both been magnificent much of the season, including of late. So definitely would go in those directions as far as the uh, props go. Uh, Arizona, be careful because, again, you know, they've kind of uh, – started to fall apart here down the stretch. But again, if you're going to look at anything for props, Clayton Keller, Barrett Hayton, Matias Michelli are your three candidates, your three obvious choices. If anyone's going to contribute uh, offensively for Arizona, it's probably going to be those three guys. All right, Colorado, San Jose, our final game of this massive Thursday NHL card. We've got the Avalanche minus 225 to minus 230 uh, road favorites, uh, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, I cashed the draw the last game with these two teams. This one's a little trickier, though. You could look at it one of two ways. Colorado's flat, just a little lethargic, just does enough to win the game like they did Tuesday night against San Jose in that 4-3 overtime win. Or maybe they think to themselves this time around, hey, you know, we barely beat these guys. We maybe didn't play our best. Maybe now's the time we shellack them. Maybe now's the time we hammer them. So it's really two trains of thought where I think I could see this game pivoting in either direction. It's another tight affair for Colorado and they just barely win. Uh, or um, they really, after just escaping an overtime, blowing a two goal lead, that maybe is a wake up call and they just put the boots to San Jose uh, here tonight. So I, I think the side and the uh, is tricky uh, here in this game. Uh, and keep in mind too, I want to point out this uh, schedule for Colorado because they play LA on the road on uh, Saturday night. They got Anaheim Sunday night, and then uh, they've got Edmonton at home uh, for a huge matchup next Tuesday on ESPN. So there's bigger games on tap here for Colorado than this game tonight. So it's another buyer beware. I wouldn't be wanting to lay the price here with uh, Colorado in this spot. Maybe the over gets there again. I mean, San Jose has been an over machine, 6-1. and one, uh, The last seven games have gone over for uh, San Jose, 6-1 and one to the over. Colorado, the over is cashed in four of their last five games. So uh, absolutely the over is the over is probably the best bet for me in this game. It would be the over or nothing. I, I don't really love the side either way, but definitely could see goals. The goaltending matchup tonight, it'll be Georgiev and Kokkinen. Same matchup as the other night. Uh, same two goalies uh, in net. Uh, that's another reason why I like the over. Kokkinen being in net, who I don't necessarily trust, you know, to keep the uh, door shut. Uh, against a team like the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So uh, the over six and a half is probably what I would bet here. Uh, I'd stay away from the side. I'm not even uh, as enamored with the draw. The draw did hit for me the other night. So, yeah, I, I would lean a little bit to the draw. But uh, something tells me Colorado's going to maybe not let San Jose hang around like they did the other night. You know, that's my biggest concern about coming back here with the draw. I want to. I lean to the draw, no question. But that's my biggest concern with actually – uh, pulling the trigger on it. And as far as the uh, prop market goes for this final game uh, on the uh, card, Ranton and over shots on goal. Uh, eight of the last 10 games, he's gone over three and a half shots on goal. Wouldn't argue with that. I think Eric Carlson, you know, point props are worth a look because they're trying to, you know, they're trying to get him as much offense as possible here down the stretch, down the stretch and cement that uh, uh, Norris trophy case uh, that he's making. And he's probably going to win the Norris anyway, but, 
Uh, definitely, uh, Carlson's gotten uh, over, has, has collected a point in seven of the last 10. Couture, same thing for the uh, Sharks. And, and then on the uh, Colorado side as well. And like I said, with Ranton and shots on goals, five straight as well that he's gone uh, over three and a half shots on goals. So absolutely would uh, consider uh, that here as well uh, tonight. And then also um, keep an eye on Mar uh, Kale McCarr's status. Uh, we'll see if he's back tonight. He is. Uh, he missed the last game. Uh, it looks like he is going to remain out tonight for the uh, Avalanche. So he missed the first game against San Jose, uh, the lower body injury, and it will keep him out tonight, which means that if you're going to bet some props with some value on the Colorado side, the obvious choices are Bo Byram and Devon Taves. Those are going to be the guys that have to step up with the power play minutes on the blue line for uh, Colorado tonight without Kale McCarr. So uh, all of a sudden you've got, I think, some very good value-laden prop options with your likes of Devon Taves and Bowen Byram, you know, again, who are going to get a lot more opportunity with the man advantage uh, tonight in this game with Kale McCarr out. So uh, definitely some good looks there as far as the uh, props are concerned. All right, that is the Thursday card. Uh, that is a huge slate tonight. We're looking forward to it. 14 games on tap. Shout out to everyone in the chat on YouTube watching live. 193 live viewers on YouTube. Hit the like button. We appreciate it very much, and a shout-out to our podcast listeners as well. Uh, a reminder, we've got the uh, Ice Guys um, BetCast next Tuesday is the next uh, BetCast. We'll, yeah, we'll promote it right now because we're not going to have a show tomorrow, so we'll promote it right now. Tuesday, April 11th, this will be the regular season finale Ice Guys Live BetCast next Tuesday, April 11th, 7 p.m. Eastern time, live betting and commentary with me, Alex, and all of our viewers and listeners joining us as guests drinking encouraged uh, dm me at bobano on twitter or email bobano350 at gmail.com uh, to request a spot on the betcast and we will send you the link for the betcast before it begins it's going to be quite the card next tuesday i know it's a excellent double header on espn next tuesday it's a playoff preview the leafs and the lightning i know they have nothing at stake in the regular season by the time they play next tuesday but Set the tone for their playoff series. That could still be a very entertaining game. Toronto and Tampa Bay next Tuesday night. And then, of course, the second game of that ESPN doubleheader is Edmonton and Colorado. Western Conference final rematch. Maybe they cross paths once again in the playoffs this year uh, as well. But an awesome doubleheader next Tuesday on ESPN. And there's a bunch of other good games on the Tuesday card next week. So a great night for a betcast next Tuesday, April 11th. Uh, make sure you DM or email me to request a spot on the BetCast. Make sure you check out patreon.com slash iceguys. Just $10 a month. Goalie charts, totals charts, power ratings, uh, Ice Guys show betting card, and more. Make sure you sign up and subscribe. Patreon.com slash iceguys. Just $10 a month. And check out our merch at the Ice Guys store, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Make sure you get yourself some Ice Guys merch. Great time to check out the store and get yourself some Ice Guys gear, especially as the uh, warmer weather is starting to finally get here. All right, it is time, for, or it will be time in just a moment for Best Bets to wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys coming right up, right after we hear from our good friends at Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping 
with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0 takes care of your facial hair uh, and among other things. Uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at Manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, it is time for Best Bets here to wrap up this Thursday edition of the Ice Guys show. Uh, and for Best Bet for me on this massive, massive, huge Thursday uh, card, we're going to go to Vegas, and we're going to go to the LA Kings. I like this spot. It's plus 110 at Caesars, the best price out there right now. Kings get the job done and bounce back after a tough loss against Edmonton the other night. They also catch Vegas. Back home off a little mini road trip. Four games and six nights for the Golden Knights with travel in between each game. Really does set up well for LA, and I like the price as well. Los Angeles Kings plus 110 against the Vegas Golden Knights for best bet here for this uh, Thursday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button uh, on the way out. We appreciate it very much. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. And if you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast on all major podcast platforms. I'm Ian Cameron. We'll see you Saturday. No show tomorrow. We're back on Saturday for the huge slate. Every NHL team in action. Join us Saturday noon Eastern for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. (laughs) 